Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. This is Season 4, Episode 9, Step Up to Taking Steps of Faith. And we would like to sincerely apologize for our delay with our podcast this uh, season. We've been going through quite a bit, and uh, we're trying to get back to a regular schedule. But sometimes life still gets in the way of that. So we would love, love to humbly apologize to our fans. Thank you for sticking with us through this time. And we're hopefully that th- this will be the last delay for each episode. But uh, continuing on... Um, we got three bullet points we want to talk about with step up to taking steps of faith. Number one is faith and pray about your dreams and prayers. Number two, feed the prayer and dreams. And finally, number three, practice active faith, which my lovely wife spoke about this morning at church. And honestly, the service today was incredible, but also Pretty interesting, to say the least, and we'll expand on that later on in this podcast. Uh, we want to remind you of James chapter 2, verses 17, the same way faith by itself is not accomplished by acting, it is dead. You have been bombarded with issues lately, and it seems as if every part of your life has been attacked, or we can relate. Your children, your job, and your relationships, your mind is filled with all sorts of uh, fearful thoughts, stressing out stressing you out and what you do well that goes along with what we're talking about pray and faith without faith you have nothing and without hope you have nothing god gives us all of that you just got to talk to him he's our best friend and he wants to be our best friend so what more could a person ask for than have a god as a friend that's right and uh as donnie was saying from that verse faith is in action uh, it doesn't do you any good if you say you believe, but then you're walking around in fear and doubt and worry and all stressed out because you don't know what to do, but you already prayed and asked God about doing something. Trust him that he's going to lead the way to do it. And so maybe it's a dream that you're waiting on. Maybe it's not just so much an answered prayer, but it's a dream that you know God placed in your heart. What do you do? And so we have three bullet points three steps to this we want to talk about mark eleven twenty four. therefore i say to you whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you've received them and you will have them you have to believe you have to believe that god says that he has yes and amen that he will answer your prayers now they're not always in the way that we want them but he does promise to answer our prayers because sometimes he knows a better way of doing it. So, first question, what is faith? Faith is believing without having to see it come true. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's Hebrews 11.1. And in Hebrew, the meaning of it is title being. So it's like someone has handed you a deed to maybe a piece of property. You haven't stepped onto it yet, 
but they've handed you that title deed. It's got your name on it. It's yours. That's what faith says about whatever you're praying for. Exactly. And <clears throat> honestly, I mean, we we don't know when our prayers are going to be answered, but we have to believe that the prayers will be answered in God's timing. That's the key word in all this. God knows the perfect timing. And sometimes when we pray for something, it doesn't mean we're going to get it right away or don't mean we're going to get it at all because God knows what's better for us than we do. And that's it. We have to know. Sometimes the answer is no. Just like a parent here to kid know wanting to do something. Same thing applies to us. But uh, we also got to uh, talk about hope. The difference between worldly hope and spiritual hope, which is what I'm talking about. Well, I want a million dollars. Well, don't mean God's going to give it to you because you don't need a million dollars. Pure and simple. You get a million dollars, that's what's going to happen. Everybody <clears throat> in America is going to be your new best friend. And everybody knows it. But world hope is a wishful hope for something and all, and not altogether sure God will answer what I just spoke on. Spiritual hope is a based hope and it is expected hope for something in the future. No God will answer that's, that's it, based on faith. And everything that we talk about is based on faith. We have to believe. If you believe in God, you believe in faith. Pure and simple. Because God is faith. Pure and simple. If you have to see it, then it's not faith. My, my, that's, this one brings to my favorite verse of all time. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 5, 7. And also, remember while you're praying, you have to be, you have to be specific. God knows what you want him. But he wants, he wants you to say it. That saying is believing. Let me repeat that. I mean, you can say anything you want to, but we all know deep down inside saying is believing. You're speaking it outside until it makes it a reality, not just something you're thinking about in your head. You're speaking it out in reality. You have to remember that. But all this is, we all know as Christians what we need to do. We're not some Sunday school Christian to putting uh, God in a box, like a genie in a box. We're, we're not Sunday school Christians. And what I mean by Sunday school Christians, you only see them on either Sunday or once a year on Easter. That's that's a Sunday school Christian. You're not actively taking a part in the church. Where God planted you, that's where you'll be. And you're actually taking part in the church, like being a usher or helping cleaning up. Just volunteering some of your time to being in the church, an active member of the church. That's right. And why we need to ask the Lord about it, if he already knows. If he already knows what we're going to ask him. It's because God wants that relationship. And then also, when your prayer is answered, it builds your faith. You get to trust people when you start to learn that you can rely on them. And another part of building your faith is knowing the Word of God, is reading it. Because reading the Bible, you get to know who God is. And then you get to know who you are to Him. You get to know His characteristics and His story. And that helps your faith to grow. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10, 17. And so that's another part of building your faith is our answer prayers. And that's why he wants you to, to go to him. 
And that's our next topic. That's our next question. So what are you doing about it? What are you doing about the things that you, you want God to answer? The dreams that you have in your heart. Are you taking them to him? So the next step is to pray. Is to go to the Lord about it. And he will also lead you and guide you. Because there are certain things that he, you know, certain steps towards that that he may want you to do. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, write prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. So go ahead. Thank him ahead of time. That's like, thank you, God, because I know you're going to answer this for me, because you are a good God. He says, if God, in Romans, if God who would not spare his only son, how will he not also give us all things? So you've got to go to him. In prayer. Now, honestly, why, why shouldn't we want to go to prayer? We should be asking for guidance from Him all the time, and, and that's the most wonderful <clears throat> thing about God. You can never bother Him too much because He He wants all of us all the time. Just like when uh, you're dating somebody, you're asking, "Why are you calling me so much?" You will never hear that from God. You're like, "Why aren't you calling me? And why Why aren't you calling me more? Why aren't you asking me more questions?" I want to hear from you. It reminds me of that one movie that uh, called See What Jesus Saying. The old lady in that movie, she was talking to God every chance she got. I mean, she just walked there talking when she's going out and uh, looking in her garage. She was just sitting here talking to him on the porch. She didn't, she couldn't get enough of talking to you. And that's what he wants from us. He wants us to talk to him all the time, morning, day, and night, 24 7. You can't get enough of us because he loves us so much. If God has a place, if God has placed a dream in your heart, then he will bring it to pass. He will confirm it as well. He will show you the signs. I make known from the end, from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. Isaiah 46. 10. Isn't that awesome? When he has a plan for you, he's going to let you know that the plan is And that the timing is almost near, or if his timing is now. We all, we all, don't we want that kind of relationship? We should all want. Well, we're going to take a quick break and play a song called Jesus, You Are oh, You Are Alone or Worthy by Covenant Worship. And we'll be right back with uh, the third topic. We'll be right back. Let me live my days 
of the highest praise. Jesus, you deserve the glory, glory to the one who's taken all my sin away. Let your name be exalted in the heavens. Let your
Welcome back, guys. We hope you enjoyed that song by Covenant Worship, Jesus, You Are Alone Are Worthy. And I think that song really hits home with this particular episode. We're moving on to the uh, third, uh, third and final topic. Uh, well, the, uh, yeah, we're third and final topic. How, how do you pray? And honestly, there's an awesome book about this very subject uh, that uh, we did a lesson on for our Sunday, for our church. What's that book called, honey? And if you want more information, know that book is awesome. Yes, it's called um, the uh, Understanding the Power and Purpose of Prayer by Dr. Miles Monroe, and it is an awesome book. Uh, it is we did uh yeah a Bible study at our church, and we learned so much. We learned so much about it, um, about prayer and coming to the Lord in, in the right way to come to him. And it also has in the last chapter in there, um, it, it has um, a chapter in there on fasting and the right way to fasting and being respectful because fasting is something else that you should do when you're going to the Lord in prayer for something. And it's something that's really serious to you about it. Um, and you should do it with respect. So don't do it as an afterthought. It's like, well, I'm going to skip this meal anyway. No, that is not right. Um, it's set aside time with God, denying in the flesh so you can be filled up in the spirit. And so... Okay, he gives us an example. We don't have to exactly pray this way. This is a model of prayer. Um, this is a model of prayer. And so um, Donnie is going to read in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. And then we're going to explain those different steps. Well, everybody honestly should know, if you read your Bible pretty religiously, everybody should know this prayer, but we're going to say to you, our Father... Who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yes. And I'm going to read, continue on to the last two verses, 14 and 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. Yeah, that's a biggie because we don't want to forgive people that has hurt us. Um, but actually and not, it's kind of a, it's, it's an idolatry. Because you're placing yourselves above God, and you're saying, well, um, God can forgive me, but I don't have to forgive me in their sins. That's kind of what not forgiving does. And actually, when you forgive, you're not letting everybody else off the hook. You're letting yourself off the hook. That's what that is doing. And it's like carrying around huge boulders on your back every day. 
That person may not be in your life anymore, but they're still controlling you. They're still stealing your joy by the anger and that bitterness and that resentment you're carrying around with you. So forgiving is releasing all that off your back because as long as you have it, as long as you don't forgive, they're controlling your joy and keeping you full of bitterness right now in the present and into the future as long as you hang on to it. So really, forgiving is placing them completely in God's hands. Stop playing tug of war with them and letting God deal with them because everybody is held accountable for their own sins. So it's like, okay, God, you deal with it. I'm going to take my joy back. That's really what forgiving does. And so in the model of prayer, what we're going to tell you the steps of what that is really doing. Yes. Number one in that prayer is it's acknowledging God and who he is and where he is. Number two, it's praising him. Everyone included, God wants to be appreciated and he should be appreciated. Three, Pray for daily needs. It's teaching you to pray for needs of others and self. God does not want it all about you. Four, praying for protection. Five is, uh, is confessing what you have done and asking for forgiveness. And uh, Colossians 1.21 tells you, alienates you, from, alienates you from God. You do not want your prayers hindered. Forgiving others. If you do not forgive others, neither will God forgive you. And seven, for, uh, pray for specific uh, specifics, your prayer requests, dreams, etc. And eight is giving thanks and praise to him, giving him glory for your answered prayers. So that is the model of the Lord's Prayer. And it, yes, you need to forgive others, but you need to also ask for forgiveness. Um, for your sins because like Donnie was saying Colossians 1 21 it says sin alienates you from God and so you don't have to pray in okay I have to do this specifically but this is a model of prayer it's just thank God for he is recognizing for who he is pray for your daily needs ask for forgiveness pray for specific needs but you know it says give us that means you're not supposed to be self-centered is pray for others' needs as well. He wants you to come to him with your own needs, but he also wants you to come to him with the needs of others. And so now for our second topic, feed the prayer. How are we going to do that? Yeah, how exactly are we going to do that? Well, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, the weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments at every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Once you have prayed about it and you know it's something God placed in your heart and He has confirmed it, then you need to feed the dream. How do we do that? One, Believing God is going to answer. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Well, that goes along with knowing that you're saved in the first place. Because you believe that God is, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, which he says that in the, prayer, in the, in the, in the first step of believing and becoming a Christian. You believe in him and knowing that he is your Lord and Savior. Because with uh, 
Jesus is the only way to the Son of God. He even says that in the Bible. And two, you have to speak it as if you have a full assurance, the title deed, your answer. In other words, you pray about it, you, it puts on your heart, you believe it, you speak it out, and you know it's going to be fulfilled. We just don't know the time frame, and there's no one that's going to know the time frame. God is the only one. But believe in it, see it. Yes, and actually, um, Colossians 2, 9 and 10 says, All the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form in Christ Jesus, and we have that fullness. So the same spirit that created the world is in Jesus, and if Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is in us, then guess what? We have that same power. So what are you doing? Are you, are you saying negative things, and that's what you're going to get? Or are you prophesying to your future of the things you want to happen? Are you prophesying and speaking out the promises of God found in the word of God for you, your life, and your family, and your friends? Are you prophesying to that future and saying in the name of Jesus, this is, is going to happen, or this is going to happen, and, and thanking God in advance for it? That's what prophesying is. You're going to get what you speak because he says, John 6, 63, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and they are life. Guess what? Your spirit, your words have life to them and they're going to come to pass. So what are you going to speak over yourself? The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs 18, 21. Yep. And number three, find Bible verses <clears throat> regarding your prayer or dream. Speak it and praise them. Four, act on it. Next job, if you know God is going to lead you to a new job, start looking. You're going to find the right job. Uh, I could testify to that per uh, personally, but I'll get into that in a later day. But honestly, you just got to know who God is. And if you're saved, then you're on the way to knowing who God is. If you're not saved, I hope this podcast actually brings something to you, gets you fulfillment, and gives you the answer that you see. But we take the, our, our podcast is directly from the Bible. We take verses that are relevant to what we're talking about, and we relate to you. We, we, can, we, can't do, we don't do this alone. We do this by God's uh, divine intervention. My wife, my lovely wife, she's a licensed minister. She actually researches this stuff all the time, and she knows what God is directing on her heart to deliver to you. So we'll more power. And, but the moving on to final topic three, Practice active faith. And we can't say that enough because not we are saved, yes, but we are nowhere near perfect. We have to follow by God, Jesus' example. What lays on our heart is what we deliver to you. We are not perfect in any way. We are far from it. We are flawed just like everybody else is, but we try to do our best to give you quality uh, testimony. Yes, and so, again, we're going to speak out this verse, James 2.17, in the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. You must act like it. That means if you prayed about something, then don't go around worrying about it as if you don't believe that God's going to do it for you. You act on that faith according to what it is. Like he said, if it's a, if it's a job, you start looking for it. God will lead you to it. Maybe if you're wanting to move uh, to a new apartment, start looking for apartments. Um, 
You need a little extra money for that. Well, start looking for the apartments while you're believing God to help provide or help lead you in the way to maybe earn extra money for that provision. Because don't limit God. Don't put him in a box and expect him to answer in a certain way. Be open to the different avenues. Um, so if, if you must believe it will come true. And then you must act on it. You must act on it and speak it out. Matthew 10, verses 26 through 33. Um, Donnie is going to read that. Therefore, do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Whenever I tell you that in the dark, speak the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops, and do not fear for those who kill body, who kill the body, but you cannot, but not kill the soul. But you rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from the Father's will, but very the very hairs on your head are not all numbered. Do not fear, therefore you are, are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before man, him I will confess before my Father, who is in heaven, but what whoever denies me before man, him, uh, him I will deny before my father who is in You see, the Lord says, Whatever he tells you in the dark, that means whatever he tells you in your secret place, he tells us to speak into the light, to speak it out. Don't be afraid to speak out what God has told you in your heart. And you know that you know that you know that that was him. Speak it out and give life to it. And how do we practice active faith? Well, you keep speaking it. That's what we just read. You keep speaking it out. I know this is going to happen. And keep, keep doing what God has led you to do in your prayer time. Number two. Number two, keep thanking God for it. Three. Continue with your Bible verses regarding your prayers or dream and speak and pray them according to what I you have prayed for. Take action steps. Looking for a job, preparing to move, buying a house, becoming a teacher, or writing a book. The, the, the numbers are endless. One, we can still act your faith by sharing the word of God to strangers, going to church, talking with like-minded people. It, it just, the, uh, the examples can go on and on and on. There's no wrong way to show active faith. So the key to the keyword active faith also means being a Christian, being an ambassador for Christ, showing people who you really are, showing them that you're a Christian, and be kind to others. Uh, talk to homeless people that are out there for some apparent reason or another. But don't count on them telling the truth, but you can share the truth, not them. That's a heck of a way to uh, change the pop and change your life because if I never heard of it, chances are they probably never will. But these are just numbers of examples of how to be active in your faith, showing people who you really are. Do you have anything to add, honey? No? Sure? Well, as Donnie was saying earlier, yes, I, I preached the message in our church this morning called Staying Full of Hope. 
how to do that. And there was four topics on what to stay away from and the opposite of what you need to do in this place to stay in full of hope. Because you, everyone knows that our timing, God's timing is not the same. Unfortunately, oh, you wish you could close the gap. But this is some ways to stay full of hope while you're waiting on an answered prayer so you don't give up. And if y'all want to hear that message, you can go to uh, Colorado Christian Fellowship. And it will be posted as a podcast and you can listen to it. Pastor Sandra Smith. Uh, and the topic is staying full of hope. And it should be on there within the next day or two. Um, we have um, updates as far as our, our new books that are out. And Donnie is here for them. Yes, we had a couple of new releases this week. One was released when, honey? No, somewhere around the 21st, we can tell you that. So actually, both of them are probably released on I don't remember exactly what the titles were, but they're brand new. You can, you don't want to miss them. One is called The Day Hope Was Born, which is an amazing short story, uh, a short story book. And it's full of poems and short stories designed to inspire you. And the other was called The Holy Spirit and the Baptism of the Holy Spirit. That describes how the Holy Spirit and the Baptism of the Holy Spirit works in your hand and how one is a little bit different than the other. So in closing, I'd like to close in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you just speak to every one of our listeners who's going through something and guide them, Lord. Guide them and speak to them and give them encouragement if they've been waiting on something. Lord, I pray that you heal those who need healed. Right now, touch them wherever they are. In the name of Jesus, we just pray them healed. And Lord, if they need a word from you, uh, if they need direction, speak into their heart and then confirm that word so they know it was you, Lord. If they need provision, I ask that you place people in their pathway that's going to help them or maybe lead them to the provision that they need. Lord, speak them to their heart. And those that maybe need you as Lord and Savior, we ask that you draw them in, Lord. And, and let them hear your word in some fashion or form and place people in their pathways, Lord, that they can relate to that will help show them who you are. Love, unending, never-ending, unconditional. And we thank you for all of our listeners in Jesus' name. And also, always mm -hmm. remember, you know you've got this when you let God lead the way. Talk to you later, guys. We appreciate you all and love you all so much. God bless you.